Let's turn in God's Word to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. We'll read the whole chapter, verses 1 through 17. 2 Thessalonians 2. And beginning in verse 1, these are God's words. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto Him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirits nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he is he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in His time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only He who now letteth will let until He be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of His mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of His coming. Even Him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of uprightness excuse me of all deceivable deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they shall believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto He called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Those God's God's people, uh, those are God's words. Uh, The second chapter here begins uh, through verse 2 with hindering the spreading of air amongst the church. For there were some in the church who had begun to believe false teachings about the second coming of Jesus Christ. And through verse 12, then he refutes this air by showing two great events that must occur, had to occur, before the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so this is instructive to us. When will Christ 
coming be again? Well, there are two things that must happen. There must be, in verse 3, a general apostasy and the revealing of that man of sin, the son of perdition, who is that Antichrist. The Antichrist. And even the Anti, through verse 12, the Antichrist rise and his fall, his reign and his ruin, all must come before Christ will return. And then through verse 15, he comforts them against this error and calls them to steadfastness by holding to the word. And so, friends, there is a general apostasy, verse 2 or verse 3, in the world today. We see that in the church all the time. The Antichrist has come and appeared. He like verse 4, he sits in the temple, the church, claiming that he is God. And this we've studied here in Daniel and many other passages of Scripture that speak of him. And we know uh, and have clearly demonstrated that the Antichrist is that Pope of Rome who holds the office of the Pope or the papacy. And there are myriads upon myriads who have been deceived by Him, just as it says here. And the great comfort is that He will come to ruin. Praise God for that. And after He comes to ruin, Christ will return at some point. And so be steadfast now, today, according to God's Word, that you be not deceived by Him, or even by the teachings that come about, even in spreading to the rest of the church, Uh, Because of what he's teaching, or what they're teaching. And so, stand fast on God's word. And the chapter then concludes with the blessing upon the church. Let's pray. Our Father, we're thankful that you teach us your ways. You teach us even when the coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ is, generally speaking, after the ruin, the downfall and destruction of that Antichrist. And Father, we pray that the destruction of the Antichrist would come, and that all Antichrists would be destroyed. For everything against Christ, we hate, but we love Jesus, Your Son. And Father, may His name and Your truth, which is eternal, be exalted, not only in the church, but in the world. And we pray for the church that you would reform your your bride. Uh, There are many in the church, visible, which have rebelled against you and committed apostasy. There are much false teaching and, and many things we could talk about that grieve our souls. And even as we look at ourselves in this congregation, that bring us sadness because of our sin. But Father, we pray that we would not believe a lie, but that we would, or lies, we pray that You would cause us to stand upon the truth of Your Word. Grant us the pouring out of the Holy Spirit to our hearts, our minds, our souls, that You would sanctify us. And uh, those who are in the church rebelling against You, that You would bring them back to You. And you would not allow them uh, to suffer and persecute themselves against Christ your Son. And so, Father, bring them back and cause your word to reign in all of our hearts. 
And may You shower us with Your grace, even Your saving grace, unto eternity. And we pray that Christ would return at the perfect time. And as we pray, just as it teaches in the end of the Scriptures, come Lord Jesus, come quickly. And that's what we pray, that You would send Your Son quickly and that He would save us from this present evil age. And if it be not in our lifetimes, Father, we are content knowing we are here for a purpose, to proclaim the glorious majesty, majesties of, the, of Jesus Christ, Your Son, and His this good news that You have granted to us. And so, Father, we pray that You would build Your kingdom, Your church, on earth, and that it would be so in heaven, a great multitude that would come in faith and repentance unto life and be saved in Him. And Father, we pray uh, as well for our nation, that this nation would turn unto Christ as well from its many sins and wickedness and evil. And uh, Father, we confess as we look in and consider Romans 1, we see much of Romans 1 today. And uh, Father, we see it sometimes even in our own households. And Father, we pray that You would turn turn our children, our grandchildren to You, our parents to You, our grandparents to You, that You would grant salvation and that we would rejoice with all the angels who rejoice in the sinner who repents. Uh, Father, we pray as well. Uh, praise You that You're a God who answers prayer. We prayed uh, last Lord's Day for Elias and Michelle. Praise You that they were here this morning worshiping and feeling better. We pray that they're still feeling okay this evening. And uh, pray that You'll be with uh, the Gordetskis who have not been here today. We pray that You would restore them and strengthen them. Uh, as well, Father, we pray for uh, Lillian, John McQuash, John Dang, that You would grant them a desire to be here, to love Christ, Your Son, and to not rebel against Him. And give us all a love. For Christ your Son. And we know no better place to be on the Lord's Day than with your people worshiping you morning and evening, just as we remember how final the sacrifice of Christ is and his resurrection from the dead. And we know that in him we have died on the sin, died in union with him, and we have been raised already. With Him. So guaranteed our resurrection is that we have, it says, been already raised. And we look forward to that resurrection of our glorified bodies from the dead. Father, we ask as well that Your name would continue to be praised here uh, amongst us. That Your Word would continue to go forth. That You would not withhold Your Word or keep us from Your Word. Uh, but good, grant us strength and energy, good health as well. Father, keep us from great sin that would cause us to rebel. And so, Father, sanctify our hearts and our lives, our minds, our wills, our affections. And Father, we praise You for the installation of Pastor Blackwood in the Springs Church this uh, uh, two days ago. We're thankful they have a minister now as we prayed for many Many months, over over a year for them. We praise You for that. We pray that You'll 
Also fill the pulpits of the other congregations that need ministers. We're thankful a man's been called to the Washington, Iowa church. We pray that his uh, moving uh, would go smoothly, his selling of his home as well. As well, Father, his installation and ordination, uh, perhaps in January. Uh, Father, we ask that you would provide also for Houston, who has called a man. We pray that he would accept that call. And as well for the San Antonio congregation, you would provide a minister and to give that congregation a desire to have a minister, that they would be more proactive in, in seeking out a man to be their pastor. And do not give them over to um, being content with what they have. Uh, Father, we pray that you would make the ministers of our presbytery, our denomination, even this congregation, that uh, you would make them bold, zealous, and uh, godly, good shepherds, following after Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. And give them your words. Not their their own words, not the words that uh, where they fear men or want to please men, where they tickle ears, but words that we must hear and need to hear because they're your words, your eternal words. And so, Father, grant your word to go forth, not only in our denomination, but throughout the church in all the world. And you would cause the gospel to be faithfully proclaimed and sinners rightly and humbly bowing to Christ, your Son. And Father, Father, we ask now that you would bless our worship of you, that our hearts would be focused on you, even the children, even those in the womb, that they would hear your praises. And you would rejoice to hear even their singing as we sing with Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.